Hey, everybody, welcome back to another special edition episode of Puck Off. I am your host, Chris Nozick, joined as I am for all of these special episodes, joined by Andrew Johnson of the Short Shift Pod. Andrew, are you ready to get into some of the best conversations we're going to have about the teams for next year? We are at a pivotal team, the Buffalo Sabres. We are at the point where we start talking about teams that we think can make the playoffs. We fluttered with it last episode with the Ottawa Senators. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a little bit more of a discussion on it with the Buffalo Sabres. Tage Thompson, Jeff Skinner. Tage Thompson, what a hell of a year last year. Tage Thompson is a mutant. Like, is there any other way to describe that, man? Uh, $7.1 million, way underpaid. What a deal. Six, six, six foot seven and can do what he does is fucking, it's dumb. It's dumb. He's a dumb player. Okay. Let, let, let's play this game. Hmm. Thompson, 25. Dylan Cousins, 22. Hmm. Casey Middlestead, 24. Mm-hmm. Peyton Krebs, 22. Mm-hmm. JJ Paterka, 21. That's just on the front end. Mm-hmm. On the back end, Rosmus Dahlin, 23. Matthias Samuelson, 23. They I, did a really smart thing in locking him up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen Power, 20. How was that kid 20? He's like, that's a that's a mutant. <laughs> He's going to be a, a, a 10.2 unrestricted uh, unre- uh, free agent, too. So that's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll get a deal done as soon as he's eligible. Like they'll, they'll come to him and be like, Hey, uh, Jeff Skinner's contract. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if, if you were 20 years old and somebody came up to you and said $9 million a year, right. You, after you, after you were done shitting yourself, you'd sign. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and and there's two other names that I have not mentioned. Both of them are 21 years old. Jack Quinn, Devin Levi. Quinn is going to start the year with a uh, with a, a pretty significant uh, Achilles injury. So uh, all, all the best to him. Right. But, but he, at 21 years old, he's he's young enough. He can recover from it. That's the thing. Let's not rule that out. Even if he sat out this whole season mm-hmm. and recovered from injury, he's coming back at the age of 22. But but. That's not, that's not the, that's not the lead here. No, no, it's not. Devin Levi, man. Devin Levi. Um, and then what, what, how many names was that? Six, seven. Mm -hmm. We talk about organizations having three or four pillars. This organization Mm -hmm. has a foundation. They actually have a foundation and it's scary. It's scary. And it's very being a fan of a team in the Atlantic division. And let's not forget Alex Tuck wants to be there. 27 years old. Captain. 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 Once Ocposo still has it. They re-signed him 35 plus contract. Mm-hmm. Um, good, good, good for him after what he went through. Oh, for sure. He, yeah. he deserves the contract at 2.5. He'll play well. I mean, it's not like he's dogging he's, it now. He, he's the vet presence because they can't all be youngs. Right. And he's 35. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I would say Alex Tuck is definitely that next captain, though, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. He'll have a for letter. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, and then 
Also a very underrated Jordan Greenway. I love that acquisition for them. He had a rough go of it last year, though. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. But I think he fits in better with this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Tage Thompson, far and away, your number one center. Dylan Cousins, your number two. Fair? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Skinner Olafson on Tage Thompson's wings, I would think. Maybe Alex Tuck. I mean, you could play around with those. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jordan Greenway would be on one of those wings as well. Jordan Greenway, second line left wing. That being said, you have um, Jurgensen's Middlestead, who can also play the left side. Peyton Krebs, Paterka can play the left side. So there's there's room. I love Paterka. I love Paterka as a player. Oh, yeah. And there's room to shelter a guy like Greenway coming off such a bad year on your third line wing. Mm-hmm. which could potentially put your third line as, as having Greenway, Ocposo, and Middlestad in the middle. You know what pisses me off about this team, though? What? It looks like Kevin Adams knew what he was doing all along. Why does that piss you off? It pisses me off because I'm a fan of an Atlantic Division team. <laughs> I need Buffalo to be bad forever. But um, they're I'd not say- bad. I'd say it's safe to say that he he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, how long were how long how long have people been sitting here going Kevin Adams needs to go. Kevin Adams needs to go. Kevin Adams needs to go. This and how right long here, was Kevin Adams how long did Kevin Adams sit there and go shh I'm cooking. Right. Wait. But me. here's the thing. This this right here is what happens when a rebuild is done correctly. And I'm talking rebuild, not retooling, rebuild. This team had no core. This team had about three restarts in this rebuild. From about from the moment Ryan Miller got run over by Milan Lucic. Oh, God, you're going to go that far back. Yeah, no, you can go that far back. You can, that that's the sad part. derailed the franchise. It was one of the you, many things. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to give him all the credit, but that, that was, I think it was more of an in, in, indicative. It was more indicative than anything else. So, 18-19 was a huge year for Jack Eichel. 82 points. Okay? Mm-hmm. He was 22 years old. Behind him in points, they had Sam Reinhart at 23, Jeff Skinner at 26, Rasmus Dahlin was 18 and had 44 points and was fourth on the team. They had Rasmus Ristolainen at 24. Kyle Ocposo was 30 and posted 29 points in 78 games. Mm-hmm. And that was the 18-19 season. This team didn't have a core. They had a Jack Eichel. They had a Jack Eichel who they th- who who they wanted to who they wanted to build around. And not to say that he couldn't be built around. But the issue with his neck, it became too untenable. The the way to treat it, de- definitely. Which, 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 by the way, Jack Eichel was absolutely in the right with that. Yeah. Can't really go against a player in that situation. Because even if the player's wrong, and let's say he never played again, it's mm-hmm. still the treatment he wanted. Right. And at yeah. the end of the day, you can sit there and go, you're not playing because you made your own choice. Mm-hmm. You can be a dick about it. But in this case, 
he could be a dick about it. He was right. Mm -hmm. Because it's my fucking body. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And you know what's... Oh, man. As soon as they dealt him... Wow. They mm -hmm. were meek. But look at... So here's the other thing. Twenty. That was a... What did I say? 18, 19? So 20, 21. Okay? This was a team that finished eighth in the division. Okay? Mm -hmm. They Not went right. through how many goaltenders do you think they used that year? Uh, I think I know that I actually think I know the number off the top of my head. I think it was seven, it was six. Oh, okay, Linus Allmark 20, Michael yeah. Hauser 4, Dustin Tokarski 13, Luka Lukin in 4, Carter mm -hmm. Hutton 13, and Ooh. Jonas Johansson 7. Jonas Johansson, oh, C Carter Hutton, the uh. The guy who's actually who's little who played goaltender literally blind in one eye. Good for him. <laughs> yep. Two hundred and played. Good for him. Uh, yep. Good for him. <laughs> anyway, this isn't a Carter Hutton show. Six goaltenders, though. Mm -hmm. All right. And by the way, that year, just for Bruins fans, uh, Linus Olmark, nine one seven save percentage, two six three goals against average. No one else held a goals against average under three point four. He kept them afloat that year. And that's what Don Sweeney saw when they signed him. Remember we were talking about quality starts mm -hmm. in a couple episodes ago. He started yep. 20 games. 11 of them were considered quality starts mm -hmm. on that bad of a Buffalo team. Mm -hmm. That's why he got 5 million from the Boston Bruins. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You won't get hurt in Boston as much. And you will have a much better team in front of you. And look what happened. Vesna. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yep. Exactly. This team has come a long way since Kevin Adams took over. Since Kevin, the, since Jack Eichel got shipped out. Which, by the way, talk about making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Talk that, about both teams winning a trade. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that deal is a more even trade than the Matt Kachuk trade. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Put it into perspective. That's wild. Isn't it? Yeah. It, it, oh my God. It, it, it's, but it's worked. And mm -hmm. Alex Tuck is a huge reason why. Don't get me wrong, but it's worked. Mm -hmm. And I think this team will do well not having Craig Anderson in the, in the goaltending room anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I think he really helped, especially a guy like UPL from the Lowe's. Uh, Eric Comrie as well, I, I think. Um, but step aside, Devin Levi, come on down. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, 42, 42 years old last year. You know, it's, it's time. It's time. Go spend time with your family. You've had a great career. He's had a hell of a career. Mm -hmm. But bring down Devin Levi. Like, I I mean, this. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Here's your gold watch. Come on on, De Devin. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Devin Levi, if he did, if he played any position other than goaltender, he would be in Calder conversations already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Problem is, is he's between the pipes. Is he? Is he your starter? Is he your opening night starter? Is he your starter in pen right now? Until proven otherwise, yeah. Mm. It's him and UPL. I think UPL gets a bad rap for what he's been through, but UPL is a younger version of what Linus Olmark was. Mm -hmm. UPL has 
a very good ceiling. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, they may rely on the veteran Eric Comrie to back up Levi Moore just mm-hmm. because UPL's not used to coming in off the bench. Mm-hmm. UPL, if I'm them, I would look to move him simply because yeah because you're 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 saying that you're saying minor leagues you're saying that because there's no way they're going to carry through goaltenders right i mean is there we've seen it done before not frequently not a lot i'm not a huge yeah. fan of the move um right. i don't believe i i believe devin levi is the only one who's waiver exempt mm-hmm and so that might mean they go with Eric Comrie and UPL to start and put Devin Levi down just to, to get a better look. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. That's where they're at right now roster wise, but they can get away with it because there aren't any games going on. They're not trying to win at the moment. Right. I also have to say adding the depth of Eric Johnson and Connor Clifton on defense Eric Johnson single-handedly is why I want them to go with Devin Levi in pen to start the season because Eric Johnson knows what it's like to lead a decor to a cup run. Mm-hmm. And Connor Clifton knows what it's like to lead, to go in on a decor and help bring a decor on a deep cup run. Like all things considered, Connor Clifton has some question marks in his game. Yes, he's still what he is at the age of 28. Cliffy hockey is Cliffy hockey. It is what it is. But That's off why the I'm ice, not full, well, we'll get to that in a second, but go ahead. I was going to say, but off the ice, he does bring something to that locker room. He brings something to Rasmus Dahlin, Sam, uh, Samuelson, and Owen Power. I think they need one more. They need one more legitimate top four defenseman before I can before I can be fully sold on them. I think they can get that in a UPL deal. Sure. Because they're UPL out- in a first. I don't even know if it has to be a first. Depending on the team. We don't need a first. <laughs> Fuck that kids. We're in now. <laughs> Um, no, but like a team like Detroit could use a goaltender like UPL to partner with Sebastian Cosa going forward. Mm-hmm. You could get a defenseman back middling, like a three, four, five guy. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Wallman? especially they just brought in Pete Petrie. Wallman, Jacob Wallman, possibly Philadelphia mm-hmm. has a few Arizona has a few like, Actually, honestly, San Jose, San Jose could use a goaltender to go with Blackwood. But San Jose has a bunch of number fours and fives. Yeah, but how would you feel if they ate? I mean, you don't even need them to eat money, but Vlasic. You know what? I've thought about. I just completely outside of this, doing doing uh, doing kind of auxiliary research for these shows. I keep. It's really funny that you mentioned this, and I haven't talked to Chris about this at all. Every single time I look at their decor, even though Vlasic is a bit of a albatross for the situation he's in right now, okay? You look at him in Buffalo, you want to talk about the impact that Eric Johnson has? Vlasic. Maybe Vlasic's not a top four guy anymore, but he could be that. Can you imagine him? 
being that steadying Connor Clifton presence. So imagine on the left on the left side you go Samuelson. I would say probably ooh they're they're right heavy so it would go probably Darlene Power. I mean someone's gonna have to play on their offside. Yeah, I I would probably go Darlene on the right, Samuelson on the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Power on on his strong side, probably with Eric Johnson for this year. Mm-hmm. Power and Johnson, that's a good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, a, that's a good band name, and B, that's a good <laughs> Power Johnson. Yeah. And B, that's a good. Uh, that's a good uh, Shepherd sort of pairing. But then imagine if you did like Connor Clifton and Mark Edward Vlasic. That's a team. That's a team I'd take to the playoffs. With all of their four depth. With all of their four depth. And then you put Devin Levi behind that. Mm-hmm. And right now with where Buffalo is, they don't have to eat money on that deal. They don't have mm-hmm. to overpay. They can. They can say we don't want to take on that whole contract. But this year, they still have $8.7 million to work with. And then going into next year, 46.3. Now, we got to put an asterisk next to that, though. We have to put an asterisk because Owen Power needs a new deal. Rasmus Dahlin needs a new deal. Uh, Middlestead and Krebs both will need new deals. Like, they're going to spend money next year. Krebs will get modest money. Middlestead will get will get higher than modest, but still pretty modest. Darlene and Power? Beep, if, beep, But beep. If, if the cap goes up, they will have $50 million. If I'm Rasmus Darlene, I'm saying, I want to be the highest paid defenseman in the NHL. What can you do for me on that one? Would you put Rasmus Dahlin ahead of Kale McCarr? No. Would you pay him more than Kale McCarr? I wouldn't kick it out of bed. Because there's still a lot of growth in that game. It because it because it's predicated on because this question is also predicated on Buffalo's situation. Now here's another question for you. If you're Darlene. Do you go Austin Matthews on him and take a shorter deal and go, the cap is going to go up even more. I want two years at 15 mil. Mm, I mean, try to negotiate off of that starting point. Oh, I see what you're saying. You go, you say, I want two years at 15. That's two for 30. Mm -hmm. What's the team going to counter with? Let's do three for 30. Okay. That or, still puts you right up there with Kale McCarr. Yeah. Or four for 44, 11 million a year. I wouldn't go four. You wouldn't go four years for Darlene? Uh, or if, if you are Darlene, rather? If I'm Darlene, I want to be 26 on my next contract because that's going to take me through age 34, which gives me time to sign one more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I do four years, I would be looking at maybe 12 and a half to 13. That's again, it's a negotiation ploy. Mm-hmm. That's what I would counter with. Yeah. Because then I'm 27 when the deal is over. 
Just so everybody's listening is abundantly clear, I think Rasmus Dahlin should be paid higher than Cal McCarr. That does not mean I think Rasmus Dahlin is a better defenseman than Cal McCarr. This is just completely predicated on the situation that Colorado is in and the situation Buffalo is in. Well, not to mention the fact that they both hit free agency at different times. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, Rasmus Dahlin, he's an RFA. They mm -hmm. could issue a qualifying offer and they can say, let's go to arbitration and see what the arbiter says. I don't think they'll do that. Mm -hmm. They can. That's in their power. For so, sure. So do you really want to have a one year eleven million dollar deal on the on the on the table and like that it, sounds it like a franchise tag in football. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It would be stupid. Yeah. yeah. It would be very, very stupid. But when have the Buffalo Sabres shown to make every smart decision? They haven't, but I think it it it, it kind of sounds like things are changing on that right now. It does. Yeah. But would you put your money on it? Uh, Bill's Mafia is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would put my money on the fact that it doesn't go to arbitration. Mm -hmm. Period. So mm -hmm. it, it's going to be interesting because they also have other guys. Um, Jurgensen's, as I mentioned, will be a UFA. Tyson Jost will be a UFA. Eric Johnson will, you know, he'll be a UFA. They won't have any goaltender other than Devin Levi signed. So they'll need to go get another one, if not re-sign one of their guys. Like mm -hmm. they're going to have $50 million, but they're going to be spending $50 million. Right. So it's not like now this year though, you know who I'm picking up the phone and calling if I'm Buffalo? This year? This year. Whomst? I want to add a little bit more firepower to my offense. Patrick Kane, come home. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am oh. making that call so heavy right now. And I mm -hmm. know he wants to heal up and all that, but you put on a full court press and say, come home and play and help us get to the next level. Because if he can bump the Buffalo Sabres back into the playoffs, mm -hmm. three cups and ends the Buffalo Sabres playoff drought. Like that does so much for his legacy. And oh, by the way, it's his hometown team. He will already be beloved there just by signing the contract. God forbid he steps out on the ice. You're going to have to uh, play a lot of six, five games there. But they're going to be the most exciting team in hockey, even with or without Patrick Kane. But here's the listen to this too: Kane, Thompson, Skinner. Hmm. That's the, the, this. This depends on Kane being fully recovered from that hip surgery. But guh. even eighty percent Patrick Kane, they should go after him mm -hmm. if he's willing to play. Because even if you put him on your second line, Dylan Cousins, Alex Tuck, Patrick Kane. They are, they are, they are definitely loaded in their Ford core. That is, there's no doubt about that. Their, their defense is significantly better than it was last year. Their goaltending, if you factor in Devin Levi, mm -hmm. if he hits his ceiling, which last year that kid looked like a pro going in, mm -hmm. he handled everything that was thrown at him. He had the he had the mindset and the mental stability of a guy like Jeremy Swayman, Jake Ottinger, guys who have already been there, who are already doing it. Mm -hmm. And he just stepped in and said, fucking let's go. 
No. I'm I'm a little more apprehensive because, like I said, I need them to I need them to grab one more top four defenseman. But there is absolutely no doubt in my mind this is going to be the most exciting team in hockey. Hundred percent. Yeah. And, and th- this is going to be the most exciting middle team. When I say middle, I mean middle of their division mm-hmm. because they legitimately can finish in the playoffs. They could finish on the rim of the playoffs or out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like they, they finished on the rim last year and they got better. And they got better. So I I feel like this is a team that can be swirling around that three, four, five spot. Mm-hmm. You know, anywhere from three to six, based on every everything around them. It's gonna be that swirling, ever changing, yeah, you know parody in the NHL, catch the fever pool of you know, but they'll be the fun ones to watch. Right. And if Levi makes that step, mm-hmm. they will be dangerous to watch. Devin, Devin Levi is the, is the one guy right now. That's the biggest wild card. Cause right now they have a solid D yes. You want to have one more, you know, three, four, five guy admittedly, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. but Devin Levi, if he comes in and plays up to his ceiling, you know what he's telling all the other teams puck off. Puck off. Just so everybody's listening is abundantly clear, I think Rasmus Dahlin should be paid higher than Cal McCarr. That does not mean I think Rasmus Dahlin is a better defenseman than Cal McCarr. This is just completely predicated on the situation that Colorado is in and the situation Buffalo is in.